Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode, yup, y- yup, 69, Will, for the week of April 16th, 2019. But this is a kind of special episode that we're recording because we're not recording on a Monday evening. As a matter of fact, we're recording on a Sunday evening and... Before we get into why that's a big deal, I guess you could say, my name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. Today, I'm joined by the man who just lost a match in PUBG, Will, a.k.a. I, Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this Sunday evening? I'm doing all right. It's just, it's been another day. Another weekend? Another weekend. It's coming to an end. Excited for the work week to begin again? Yes and no. I was expecting a no. The fact that we got a yes and no, I mean, that's that's a positive. That's a semi-positive. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. What about you? How has your Sunday been? Well, um, the wife went to church with the baby, and then we had lunch at Las Margaritas. You know how I feel about that place. Not a huge Mexican food fan, but, you know, I got some lunch. It was tasty. You're going to need to clarify because you're a huge Taco Bell fan. Yeah, but, like, okay, Taco Bell's not, like, authentic Mexican food. Let's be real here. Yeah. Taco Bell's like the, the polar opposite of fucking straight up authentic Mexican food. But either way, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm weird. But no, I had it. It was good. I had nothing against it this time around. Um, and yeah, other than that, it's just been working on schoolwork and getting the show notes ready for today's show because later on today, something big is happening on the TVs and the internets around the world. Well, what's happening tonight? Well, tonight, Game of Thrones is back. Or if you're a South Park fan, wiener, 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 wiener. See, I was trying to make it go HCS Pro Talk. You know what I mean? Like, I was sure. trying to do something like that on like, uh, the car ride over here, but then I'm like, it didn't line up. So I'm like, all right, I'll just I'll, I'll skip that. I'll do it once. <laughs> it just feeds on. But yeah, last season, exciting yep. stuff. Starts tonight. Starts tonight. Um... But yeah, so let's talk about what's going to come up on this episode, and then let's get into some housekeeping because we have a couple things to talk about before we actually start the show. So on this episode, we have housekeeping to talk about. Uh, team names for the Halo Draft League have been announced. Will is going to run through those along with the rosters up to a certain point in time. Um, more video games are played by both Will and myself. MCC gets even more updates. The Halo Wars Champions League Invitational comes to a close. The AGLA Grand Final is set. The Halo Draft League matches continue, and we also have this week's topic discussion coming on later in the show. But before we get into any of that, just a couple pieces of housekeeping before we get started. First and foremost, as we stated very beginning here, we are recording this episode on a Sunday, and that is actually going to be happening every week from now on. Will, his new position, um, he might have a little bit different hours, in which case it could interfere with uh, recording on Monday evenings. Therefore, probably starting right now, we are going to be changing our recording schedule to Sundays. Podcast episodes still release on Tuesdays. Therefore, when we have a weekly topic, please get your responses in on Sunday morning before the episodes release on that Tuesday. Um, That way we're able to incorporate it, and that's that. Uh, And then also, community playdates. So... If you don't know already, you should know by now that I have a daughter now, and uh, she's an infant, and she requires a lot of attention. And 
Therefore, community playdates that happened every Saturday evening from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. are now actually going to be taking place every Friday, again starting at 8 p.m. Central Time. But, so not only is the day changing, but the amount of time that I will be participating is changing as well. So instead of four hours, I will be participating for two. So every Friday, 8 p.m. Central to 10 p.m. Central, We'll do the community play date with me. Um, I will host it for those two hours. Then, um, Will, if you're there, if any other community member is there that wants to continue playing with other people, by all means, I will give up the party leader. You guys can continue on the play date from there. Just the official one will be the two hours. Cool? Cool. That does it for housekeeping. Will, without further ado, what do we always start the show off with Roster Mania. As always, we start with some Roster Mania. Roster, Roster Mania, Roster Mania. Are you gonna Roster do everything <laughs> related to Game of Thrones today? You're you're in it, aren't you? I'm you're trying. excited. I I am. It's been so long, dude. It's been so long since we've had an episode of this show, and I've I've had other things to tide me over. But yeah, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. All right, well, let's move in to some, some Halo rosters that we've found throughout the week. As always, we'll start off with the free agent and partial team list for DreamHack Dallas found over on NoobCombo.com. If you haven't been to NoobCombo.com, please check it out. Great source for Halo news. Shout out to you guys. Here we go. Fuck yeah, Maddie Rums. <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep it professional. Josh just comes in with a fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Start off with the free agent list. Here we go. OG Killa, Jay Weezy, Gohan, Coco the Janitor, Easy, Exile, Sterling, Crewman, Assertive, Deadlie, Hypo, Trunks, Protein, Slurshot, Poseidon's BR, Cool Ranch Senpai, Joyce, Slays, Quicksilver, Bulkasaur, Exocide, Venom, Adane, Elvisticos, Gunstrafe, Kanology, Senshi, Most Dope, Hosty Shots, Kaiul, Stinger, Insom, Nifty, Saber, Beer Belly, and Galloping Elk is a coach looking for a team. Look at Will blazing through those free agents. All right, moving on to the partial team list. We have Display and World Famous looking for a couple more. Flamehead, Toxic, and Engage looking for one more. Takedown, I always slay, and Daffy looking for one more. Tosh and Berserk looking for two more. Just Eon Shreds looking for two more. Hillian CE, Catastrophe looking for two more. Drizzy and Uday looking for two, two more. Neutralizer, Schoolage, and Posse looking for one more. Zyto, and Honor Less Gaming looking for two more. And Icon Z and Jesse Style looking for two more. But that's not all, Josh. It's not all, Will. We have some Halo Draft League rosters as of April 4th to go through that we found or that you found that we're giving to you. I don't know where you got them, but they're here <laughs> and we're going to go through them. <laughs> uh, shout out to the Halo Draft League Discord server where I got these from. And uh, also, yeah. The reason why it's April 4th is because they might not be 100% up to date. Um, I'm working with Abstract and Ream and getting fully up to date rosters, but we'll, when you read through them, we'll talk about it. Okay. Um, I guess my idea for them was just to be a, a Google Doc or a Excel sheet where they can easily drop names in and out and have like a free agent pool. You know what? They very well might have that. Oh, okay. We'll have to wait and see. All right. <laughs> well, let's get into what we have now. Um, in the Pillar of Autumn League, we have Team Reflection, and this is going to include Equalize, Pyretic, Avencia, Joyce Lays, and Costa Clan. 
Oh, this is where I'm going to start having issues, guys. You were doing so well in other lists, too. You blazed through it. Well, when I've been reading it for the last two months, three months now, That's maybe true. three. It's true. Yeah. You get used to those names. Now i got to read through new shit. <laughs> Next up, SVP program coaches, Jolly Josh, volunteer Yu-Gi-Oh! tools, Brooks and Strawley. We have team Spellbound, which is Nikolai, Collapse, Benji, Mopsy, and Nader Hater. We have Team Bronze Boys. Shout out to you guys, because that's where I belong. Uh, Church, <laughs> oh, no. Splattered, Bards, Connard, and Quick, or QX. Um, we have a Batch Packers, which is Batchford, Looney, Boomy, Sorora, Jorialis, through. But this team is not anymore. They've left. We have a new captain. Shout out to the man himself, Pula. Yes, Pula. Uh, he goes by Paul She now. Nope, he goes by Pula now. The team name is Shooketh Squad, and it includes Paul She, a savage cat, Mrs. Heartbreak, the Inchain One, and Vulcan. Next is Team Velociraptors. This is Manatee, Outcast, Jesus, Fabe Speed, and Spa. We have Addy Esports, which is Sev, Colex, Laser Me, Tort, Pro Shot, and Chobo. We have Team Lucent. This includes Zoplin, One Hit, Sylvanic, Bunnies, Waddles, and a Strange Owl. In the spirit of fire division, we have Team Tall, which is Next Scion, Numbers, Rewind, Crew, and Siege. We have Team Heavy, which is Bud Light Rifle, Ferrero 2 Clutch, Fireboy, Clip, and EU Assault. We have Wasted Potential, which includes Turtles, Holic, Swish, Psychedelic, and Lesh. We have Team Manipulative Smurfs. This is Crewman, Blaine's Will Manon. Defiled, and Zycane. Next, we have Team FTP, which is Too Sick, Map to Clutch, Bastion, and Exodus. Also LD50. Next team is Your Bye Week, which is Barbie Boy, Gold Star BR, Guitar Hero Dude, Condor, and Fear the Beard. We have Team 15. Maybe they stuck with the name, or they just didn't come up with the one yet. This includes Flurry, Vemzy, Financial, Joker, and Why Not? And last but not least... Out of the Champions League, we have Scars Esports, which is Fluriously, Blaine Doctor, Biscuit Kappa, The Kid Fox, and Riot. Will. Yes. I have a trivia question for you. Oh boy. Where does the Spirit of Fire come from? Hell if I know. <laughs> Halo Wars. Moving on, Will. Okay. That's why. I never played Halo Wars. Next, we have Challenger League. What? I don't He's know, I don't know why I included that. I'm like, I'm just going to put Will on his toes for a second. <sighs> All right. Challenger League. Here we go. <laughs> Team number one is Scarecrow Boat, which is Nathan Bacon, Taze, Tika, Goom, and PHX Pride. Um, Next team is the Misfits. This is Closer Sport. I am a tooth. Dane. Haze, Zapper, and Anomaly. Anomaly. Oh, God. <laughs> Anomaly. Thank you. Uh, next, we have TLC Gaming. This is Mesmerized, Takedown, Drogon, Neuroscan, and George's Woke. Team four is Nade Strafe, Boca, The Bad Kid, Fluxy, Elite Vortex, and Savior. Team five, Role Model, Undy, Tonza, Sweaty Rookie, Clarifies, Mark Owns Your Face, Pine Cone Forest. Next team, Bed Bath and Beyonce, Seizure, Cardinal Sin, 
Wikachu, Sushi, and Huge Box Turtle. Such a great name for a team, dude. Oh my god. When I saw that, I'm like, that <laughs> That fits perfectly. Next up is Team 7. This includes Justice, Megazyme, Limit, Sir Munchie, Ace, and LP Killjoy. Next is Team Reborn. This includes Bobetta Feta, Lava, Blue, Blue House, Very December, Nerdsy, and Hero Walrus. Next team is The Flight, Blues Who's, The Abstract Kid, Cyrogenic, Mitch, Demanate, Mids Are Tight. And last but not least, Snowball and Turtles. This includes Nautilus, Paladin, Search, Prince Saiyan, Quickshot, and Muna. And that does it. For the teams, here's the free agent pool. Now, remember what I said that those rosters were from April 4th? Yeah, I know they're not up to date. Okay, because this free agent list has a couple people that are in rosters already. So I don't know if they were dropped and now they're free agents again. Yeah. But just keep that in mind while Will reads this off. So take this as it is. It might not be a completely updated list. Please check the Halo Draft League Discord for future results. Um, so free agent pool as of April 10th, 2019. A Classica. A Rufa Senpai. Aurora Jorialis. Baumer. Baker 21125. Barricade Sama. Big Bow. Blues Coos. Brisket. Button Mush Dog. Mash Dog. Doug. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, Chaotic Kyle, Creedy SOB, Ender 269, Ghost 117, GT Reaps, Her Side Guys Back, Holly Swag Rep, Yuchi, Dead Lie, Adamant, iPlayer 3, Iron Radar, Trip Shots, It's Aries, Exalt, Candid, can patch me, Kaya, Cogsta, Cubas, Legend, Lance Maverick, Legacy Wolf, Loco HCS, Mark CEHCS, now known as Mark Owns Your Face, he's on a team, MGE Composure, Mousy 007, Mr. Shaw? I think it's Mr. Snow. Mr. Snow. But like the V's go together like a W maybe? I don't know. Mm. Night Clerk. Oddfire. Pestified. Plowboy Bebop. <laughs> That's a great name. Plumbus. Poseidon's BR. Prius Lasers. Pseudo Maniac. Pwned Trigsy. Rattan 1099. Reem Seamer. Ravon CE. Rubber Ducky. Sean Japan. Shane Unique, Shot Aces, Shepard, Sneaky Doze, Striker, That Muku, The Darth Honor, The Saz, T Man, 797, Venticall, Vulcan, FPS, Walleye, Wizard, Dude for You, and Yarrow Snow Cone. Jeez, I made it. <laughs> it's Yarrow. Yarrow, Yarrow Snow Cone. <laughs> He's uh, back. Uh, he's back. Oh my God. Good job, Will. 
Uh, yeah. I like that Plowboy Bebop. Plowboy Bebop. That's a great name. Like Cowboy Bebop. There's something I forgot to mention above. We're talking Game of Thrones, but another movie thing to jump into. Star Wars Episode 9 trailer released on Friday. It was a teaser, Will. It was a teaser. I know, it was a trailer. Still freaking... Two minutes long. Exciting, yeah. Yeah, it was a trailer. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It gave me goosebumps. It did, The music gave me goosebumps. As it Mm. always does. Every single new Star Wars trailer that comes out, the music gives me goosebumps. That's exactly what happened here. Not only that, Will, but the Star Wars, um, the new video game from Respawn, that had a trailer that released too. Yeah, I need to see that one still. Yeah. But... Both look good. Yeah. Both look good. Um, remember how there's no wall running in Apex Legends? Mm-hmm. Guess where there's wall running? Star Wars? Yep. Really? Yeah. I mean, if it's a, like a force ability or something? No, I don't know if it's a force ability, but he the, the character did it in the trailer straight up. And that's like a respawn thing is that there's wall running. Right. Like, so. Yeah. There you go. Exciting stuff for Star Wars. Exciting stuff for Game of Thrones. Exciting stuff for Halo. Exciting stuff all around. Good shit. Will, is that it for rosters of manias? That's all we have for rosters. Then it's time for COD and other games. Watch. What do we got, Will? Nothing. And that does it for COD and other games. Watch. Your reaction got me. Like, it actually got me this time. Like, I'm like, I wonder how he's going to say it this time. Nope, he's just writing on his pet nothing. (laughs) Shit, okay. Moving on. It's time for Will's Adventures Within the Halovers and other games, too. We need to play more Call of Duty is what we need to do. You think so? You know that, that Astro Controller came out? Yeah. I've seen some reviews. Are, oh, shit. Are they good or bad? Um, well. Are uh, they no, better than the Scuff Vantage? This I don't know. Um, so I didn't dive deep because I saw these I saw these videos on my phone and it was don't buy the Astro controller. Fuck. That was okay. pretty much all like YouTube video he- headlines were don't buy this controller. Damn it. So. I'll look into it more because that was like the Scuff Vantage, right? We mm-hmm. were so excited for that. Yeah. Then it got review bombed and things like apparently not great maybe they fixed all the kinks but like it was bad when it released yep so when astro unveiled theirs i'm like oh my god this is my opportunity to have like an xbox one style controller on playstation and actually feel good about playing a fucking playstation and now you're telling me it's not that great um, we'll i need to dive deeper yeah, but me too. The, the the initial headlines were stay away so okay see what maybe uh Hopefully they're not clickbait titles and they're like, oh, this thing's actually pretty good. I just, you know, it's expensive. You know, hopefully sure. something not. Like- and it is expensive. It is. it is. What'd you play this week? Will? Um, So yeah, I jumped into, as you said, we'll start off. I was play- I've been playing PUBG. A um, lot. A lot. A lot of PUBG. You back on that grind? Not so much. Yes and I'm, ah, yes and no. Um, it's, it's satisfying when you get a kill. Um, I'm kind of sick of Halo 5 at this point. Sure. And MCC for that matter, because um, and I'll jump into that in a little bit here, but um, I don't have a lot of people who want to play Rainbow Six, and it's hard to do well when you don't have a full squad. Yep. Um, there's not a lot of PC games that I'm I'm really diving into right now, so I just stick with PUBG. 
it's kind of it is what it is type of thing you're here first folks we're turning into a PUBG esports oh, podcast sure no. um played halo 5 yesterday and today got to diamond and slayer lost diamond and slayer oh rip pretty like i got there and i only had two diamond matches and i was back out um there was like i just don't get people's thought process like they spawn and they run at the enemy and you try to stick with them but they just like run right into the fucking hive they're all just sitting in the base and my teammates are funneling one by one in and i'm like what the fuck are you guys doing and yeah you you just get destroyed um they really want a spartan charge i saw i was surprised i saw a decent amount of spartan charging and ground pounding in diamond one which you're still getting some plat players in there you know what i'm wondering but i'm i hate it you know what i wonder so bronze right Mm -hmm. bronze silver gold down there okay a lot of lot of spartan charging Mm -hmm. okay kind of decent amount of ground pounding but a lot of spartan charging okay then you get into platinum and then early diamond kind of tapers off a little bit maybe it increases after that point like maybe it's like oh this is actually a mechanic that is douchey but it makes sense let's start using it again yeah and then um while i was up at diamond i joined a match that was at the start of the match 2v3 i was on the two team oh no so we just got freaking ran at the whole time i mean we we tried to hold them off and we kept it even i think it was like 20 to 20 when they finally ran away with it you weren't able to hold the door no another fucking game of thrones (laughs) reference (laughs) so my halo 5 experience i think would have been better had i had teammates who weren't splitting up and running off on their own the whole time and it felt like we were working with we were we were playing against people who were working together because it would be like I'd get shot from one side. I'd back down, try to go back towards my teammate, but then someone else was holding a different angle. It's like they knew they were communicating. That's what it just felt like. Sure. Um, where I just was, I was solo the whole time and it seemed like no one else knew what the hell to do. <laughs> well, you sound, you sound like you're ready for a break from playing Halo in general. But if you are interested in playing, like we talked about last week, people like search is always in that LFG looking for people to play with. Justin is too. Scud's on Halo 5 a lot. There's a bunch of people that are looking to play. Yeah. So if times line oh, up, yeah. take advantage. For sure. For sure. Um, and then MCC, my experience there is that it's a 10-year-old game that people who are currently playing it have played it a lot, and I've never played it before. So I just, I'm new, and I don't know every little thing, and I just get ran on the whole time. And Halo 1 is still shit. I mean, if they would fix it, maybe it would be better, but that's not going to happen. Bop, bop. <laughs> um Let's just say at this point I'm ready for infinite and I don't know I don't know what's going on with the halos anymore. Remember that rant I did last week? No. <laughs> Please remind me. No, it's just it, it was just the point where it's like I don't know I'm sick of people bitching like I feel as though Halo 3 doesn't have that pull as it used to so on and so forth and I'm I'm starting to feel a little burnt out too to be completely honest with you. So it's we still love Halo, obviously. We still love talking about it, but it's like, yeah, we are fucking, we're ready. We're, I'm ready. Bring on the new shit. Let's go. Yeah, and I feel like 
this is like, we're probably feeling what the not hardcore community has felt for a long time. It's like Halo's Halo five is how old now? Right. Like, mm, and I think we're finally getting to that point where it's, it's, we need the new stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, that's, did I play? That's all I played. PUBG, Halo five and MCC this week. What about you? I played more Final Fantasy 14. I'm level 17 now. Loving every second of it. Story's great. And uh, I'm going to keep playing that game. Then, I also played some Halo MCC because of our community play date. Had a fun time. The happening is fucking weird. Oh, yeah. The invis? Yeah. The, the, oh my God, what was it called? Something Bonanza. Yes, it was. Beam Bonanza. Yes. Thank you, Will. The Beam Bonanza. It was SWAT. Everybody had camo. It was fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was I was kind of done with it after a couple games, to be honest. Um, but no, other than that, that's fine. And then, yeah, MCC overall was a fine time. It was, but yeah, Will, you're right. It's, it's the people who still play that game are probably the ones that have played it for a long time and just want to continue playing it, so... That skill gap is probably large. Um, the only other game I played was... I played like three matches of Splitgate. Um, got into the closed beta. And... I am... Oh, man. Like... Again, I've only played a few games. But right now, I am not... Caring for it at all. I don't. I think the maps are too big. And I think that there's too much going on... In the maps... To like, it's 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 weird, and I don't even think it feels much like Halo. People make the comparison that that game is like Halo and Portal mixed. The portals I get, but I think the only comparison you can make to Halo is that the weapons they have the same like name. You have a plasma rifle, you have a battle rifle, you have an assault rifle, you have a sniper rifle, but like, I don't know. I think the comparisons can pretty much end there. Maybe that's just me. I, like I said, I probably need to spend more time with it, but right now it is not not my cup of tea. The game is in very early beta right now. So, but apparently it's coming out this year. Fuck if I know. That's all I played. Okay. Time for some news? Let's do it. First news story, 343 keeps the community informed. This is uh, by Postums. It's a tweet, and I quote, PSA, for MCC will be conducting a looking ahead section in playlist updates to help keep people more informed. Look for it in this week's playlist update that is scheduled for Wednesday. Speaking of the playlist update, we have the MCC playlist update for April 10th, 2019 from Postums over at HaloWaypoint.com, and I quote, Good morning. Today we have updated numerous offerings in social games with a primary focus on Halo CE and big team battle modes. In order to improve our matchmaking experience, after looking over the numbers and reading community feedback, we've landed on the following changes for this week. Uh, 4v4 Slayer and Halo 1 reduced the score limit from 75 to 50, thank god. Um, 8v8 Slayer, Halo 1 disabled radar. Halo 2 Anniversary added Assault Rifle Secondary Weapon in Slayer. Oh, that's right, I forgot they added the Assault Rifle in Halo 2 Anniversary. Forgot that was a thing, because the AR didn't exist in Halo 2. Moving on... 8v8 flag and bomb, Halo 1, disabled radar, disabled flag at home to score, and disabled touch return and capture the flag. 8v8 zone control, Halo 1, disabled radar and King of the Hill, disabled kill, uh, disabled hill movement in King of the Hill on Blood Gulch. 
In Halo 4, increased score to win from 5 to 10 in Extraction. And finally, 8v8 Asset Denial. Halo 4, increased score to win from 800 to 1200 in Regicide. As a reminder, the yapping is still in effect. You can claim your nameplates by completing Yap Yap related challenges in MCC before April 24th. Head over to the Yappening blog to read full patch notes on all the changes in April's update to MTC, MCC. Looking ahead, authored by Dana Jerpback. With this week's update, we've brought several improvements to Big Team Battle based on feedback and data from several sources. Another change we've made is to reduce the score to win for 4v4 Slayer and Halo CE back from 75 to 50. This was an experimental change that we made based on qualitative and quantitative feedback. CE was previously an outlier in terms of match length, with matches ending much sooner compared to other titles. After observing data like this from the past week, we've identified that this change pushes the match length too far in the opposite direction, with matches to 75 kills ending much later in average compared to other titles. Erring on the side of shorter matches is our preference, so we've reverted this change and restored the original score to win of 50 after assessing this data over the past week. I would much rather have a shorter game than a longer one. Like, unless we're un unless we're talking, like, extremely competitive, but no, please. And it's Halo 1. Um, looking ahead, we are excited to announce that next week we'll bring the debut of an 8-player free-for-all game size in the Social Games Match Composer. Free-for-all is an important part of the experience for every Halo title, and the Match Composer will enable players to pick and choose their favorite FFA game and types from their favorite titles to search for. 8-player FFA will be available for all titles in the collection and will be searchable by selecting individual game categories or by selecting the Rumble Pit game preset. With FFA support for all titles provided in social games, ranked lone wolves will be rotating out. We'll be monitoring feedback to assess the potential for the introduction of a new ranked or hardcore FFA hopper in the future, while the core FFA experience will remain in Match Composer. Well, that... sucks. So they're basically completely removing a ranked playlist and only putting it in social. Good job, 343. Rumble Pit will launch with support for core modes in the Slayer, Zone Control, and Asset Denial categories, as well as a suite of wacky modes in Action Sack. Action Sack will include modes like Slayer Duels and Fiesta, in addition to Mini Slayer in Halo 4, and Race on community-created Forge racetracks in Halo 3. We'll be following up a week later with the inclusion of SWAT and Snipers in Rumble Pit. Mini Slayer's fucking awesome. Will, I know you probably have never played it before, but... Trust me when I say that Mini Slayer is dope. Um, speaking of snipers, we've been receiving a lot of feedback regarding Halo 3 snipers, which we intend to address in the coming weeks. We plan on adding several addi additional maps, which are better suited to the 4v4 game size while reducing the number of BTB maps available in the list. We'll also be reducing the presence of Sniper Hill within the playlist, keeping it to only a handful of match maps which play to the strengths of the mode. Lastly, we are closely monitoring feedback for and against the inclusion of radar and snipers. Longer term, we will be looking at the possible addition of the Sniper category to the 8v8 game size and Match Composer. This would allow us to shift larger maps to that game size while keeping 4v4 more, uh, even more focused on smaller arena maps. Another common area of feedback we've been receiving is players matching into lopsided games and social. To remedy this, we are introducing some skill-based matchmaking parameters later this month to, prior to prioritize matches with players of comparable skill. Note that this will prefer matches of comparable skill but will not require them. Finding matches quickly is still prioritized. Last but certainly not least, we are looking to make a few adjustments to map and game type waiting for infection when it rotates back in at the end of the happening on April 24th. Additional info. Matchmaking updates for MCC occur on a weekly cadence, and we appreciate all of you being part of this journey with us. 
Thank you for the continued input as we formulate our plans for the next wave of matchmaking improvements for MCC. And don't forget to leave your feedback in the April multiplayer campaign and miscellaneous other feedback threads. We'll see you in matchmaking. That's that. Um, okay, quick piece I want to hit on with you, Will, mm-hmm. about this. Because this was kind of a hot point of debate on Twitter, Discord, wherever it may be. The inclusion of some skill-based matchmaking and social. Do you think this is a good or a bad thing? I'm asking you. I think it's bad. You think it's bad? Yeah. Please explain. Um, it's social. It's a social playlist. You're going to match up whoever you should match up against in a social playlist. Um, so you'd be fine with matching up against a squad of four and getting shit on the whole time? Would I, would I enjoy the experience? No, but I understand what it is. Um, I'm at the point where no matter what you do, someone's not going to be happy. It's true. So right now you're catering to your social community rather than your competitive community. Granted, a game where you're trying to shoot and kill people should be some sort of competitive Competitive nature. Yeah. You should want to win. Right. Um, with the population you're going to run into the same thing that Halo 5's running into. If you enforce, like, now they, I know they said it's not required, but if you force ranked matchmaking, it's going to take longer to find games. If the population drops, it's going to take even longer. You're going to run into issues down the road. That's what I'm thinking. What about you? I'm all for it. Yeah? Yeah. For the reason that... I'm glad we kind of disagree on this. So... I've been a part, I've been on both sides, right? I bet you've been on both sides as well, where yeah. you'll run with a squad and you'll face off against a group of people and just shit on them, right? Just, and you'll have a great time. You'll be like, oh, this is, woo! Like, yeah, you suck. We're rolling with the team before, we're steamrolling, we're winning games, it's great. But on the other side, where you go up against a team of four, Halo 5, MCC, doesn't matter, and you get steamrolled. To the point where I don't want to fucking play Halo anymore. I want to go play something else. Or I don't want to play video games at all anymore. Right? I think... Okay. I need to see it in in use before I can make a final decision here. But on paper, and we know their track record with matchmaking times not being the greatest. But in an ideal scenario, if it looks for skill first, like behind the scenes... And if it can't find something quickly enough, then it's like, fuck it, just put him in, right? If it's fast enough, then I'm fine. But if it's cutting into its, if it adds just, if it adds a minute more to matchmaking times, because realistically, like 30 seconds isn't that bad. But like, if we're adding a minute onto matchmaking times, do I really want to sit in that lobby? Do I really want to wait that long? Oh, let me go do something else. This isn't worth it. You know, we get to that point. So if it's fast, okay. Then again, I need to see it in use and we'll see what happens. But I think that I want to know how they're going to base this skill, right? Like, what are they looking at in this scenario? I've I've never ranked on MCC. How are you going to put, where are you going to put me? Right, exactly. But not only that, but sure, you never ranked before in a ranked playlist, but how are they going to determine it in social? Do they base it off those ranks and ranked playlists? Do they match? Do they base it off like how well you've been doing the past 10 games? I don't fucking know. 
Yep. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, I want, or maybe they could make it, and this would be really hard because we don't know how many people are playing MCC because they won't release those numbers. Right. But like, and I know, okay, for everybody listening, I know this more than likely would not work. Okay. But hear me out. What if they made it so if you were, if you were solo queuing, right, you match up with all their solo queues. You don't match up with doubles. You don't match up with, so like you have, you have singles or squads, kind of like a BR, right? Yeah. So single players only match up against single players, duos and above match up with only other squads. Like it doesn't matter how many in that squad, but you just get matched up with other squads in general. And then it's hard though, but like, oh, what if I have three people? Okay. Then you're probably either going to be matched up with, like, it's, it's hard if you have that extra spot, you know? Because then what happens? That's why I said it probably wouldn't work. But giving an opportunity to not have a match be entirely lopsided, I'm all for. The last thing, the last thing I want to see, and we we did it in the community played it yesterday. We had we had a spectacular. We had multiple instances where we would destroy other people because we're running as a full squad. And yeah, it's fun for a little while, but then you start. I think Scud was talking about it in Discord that you feel bad. Yeah. That you're doing that. And it's like, I want the other people to have a good time too. We play Halo to have a good time, play video games to have a good time. So I think the introduction of a small skill-based matchmaking system and social could work out. I'm not going to naysay it immediately. And Will, I'm not saying you're naysaying it either. I just want to see it happen. I want to see it happen first because God knows that as soon as something happens that's not right, the internet's going to explode. So, or maybe they'll be too focused on uh, Game of Thrones before they can actually bitch about this. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about there? Should we move on? No, that's about it. All right. Next up, looking back, does MCC on PC actually matter? So the reason why I included this, Will, is something that we talked about on the show, I think a couple weeks ago or so. I was in the mindset where I think MCC on PC is going to be a big fucking deal. You were in the mindset of, not so much because not that it's my, I mean, my mindset, it's that not that it's no, no big deal. I think it's the fact that it's, it's a big deal to the community that's already there. Not to anyone new. new. Okay. What if I was to hopefully change your mind on that? So Ubernick put out a tweet and the tweet states the fact that the MCC is the top of the steam wish list makes me so happy. Good times are coming. So I researched this myself because a picture is a picture, right? You can literally go on Steam and you can find games that are the most wishlist across the entire client. MCC is number one. Now, whether or not people will purchase it when it comes out, that's a whole other topic. But the fact of the matter is, as of right now, as of today, the time we were recording... Halo the Master Chief Collection on PC is the biggest wishlisted game on Steam out of any game on Steam. Doesn't change my mind. Doesn't change your mind. Okay. The communities, it's the people who are already in the community that are going to want to join it, to buy to get it. Maybe you pull in a few others, but I don't think... I don't know. But the most wishlisted game on the whole system, that's everybody who has Steam. What big game's coming out after 
Halo MCC has been released. Nothing's on the docks. Nothing's on Steam yet. It's just, Wait, what do you mean? Like, there's no other AAA titles coming out, like, within the next few weeks or whatever that would be wishlisted on Steam right now, though. Rage 2? I don't even know what that game is. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's... there. Look up the wish list when you have a chance, but, like, there's other stuff on there. But, yeah. I see where you're coming from. I just hit the mic. I was... But, yeah. I just wanted to show that to you. All right. Kind of, like, go back on a topic that we talked about previously because more information came out on it. I just, I'm not, I don't know what it is, but I'm just like MCC on PC. I'm like, I don't care right now. Sure. I'm not going to give them more money to get it. Yeah. I was going to say, you didn't play the games when they came out. So you don't have that nostalgic feeling towards them. You want new. I realistically like don't care about them at all. Like boom shakalaka. Give me the new stuff. Like I'm fine with Halo 5 because that's what I jumped into. All this, like, I, I, I don't know what it is. I just can't get into them as much. But see, that's why I like having you here because you are that voice where it's you, you didn't get to experience those when they came out. Right. I did. We have that differing opinion. That's good. That's really good. And, uh, I hope you eat your fucking words when MCC release on PC next news story, competitive news, will baby J joins the three, four, three pro team. It's (laughs) This is a tweet from Baby J, and I quote, uh, I'm excited to announce that I've joined the Halo Pro team at 343 Industries. Grateful for the opportunity to give back to the game that's given me everything. Congratulations, Baby J. Um, I am, every single time they make another announcement of somebody joining the Pro team, I'm even more happy. You have the old pros. You have the new pros. So on and so forth. Were you going to say something, Will? Okay. Um... No, the fact that you have like a well-rounded pro team here, different mindsets from different aspects. I'm a fan. I like what I'm seeing. Next up, LD50 announces a Northern California LAN. This is a tweet from LD50 and I quote, Original Xbox Halo CE, NHE, and Halo 2 LAN May 11th through the 18th in Livermore. DM him for questions, info, and the sign-up link. If you're in that area, send him a DM on Twitter. Get an invite. And finally, the last piece of news for this week, just a quick reminder that the UGC DreamHack Dallas Qualifier number two is going to be taking place April 20th at 12 p.m. Central Time. Link will be included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. You can check it out, sign up, get your team registered, get your points. Will, that does it for the news. But I think that we got some tournament recaps to talk about, so please... Take it away, kind sir. All right, here we go. Starting off with Halo Wars Champions League Spring 2019 season invitational results. First place went to Almirante 99, second to Rock Generation. Third, fourth was Jeff Jeff Kills and Mar007BR. Fifth through eighth, Drago, EOD Spartan Seb, Eddie, and Happy Joey. Bracket and VOD will be included in the Google Doc of the show notes. Uh, Next up, we have AGLA playoff match results. Rooster Bucks the Blow went up against We Respect Hoes with a Z. <laughs> there it is. Game one was 5-2 going to Rooster. Game two, 5-0 going to Rooster. Series score then 2-0. Um, next, we had Shadow Realm take on Straight Griffin. Game one was a 5-0 going to Straight Griffin. Second game, 5-0 Straight Griffin. Sorry, Shadow Realm, you're knocked out. You didn't take a single point. 2-0 Straight Griffin. And uh, the grand finals will be happening... 
Do we know when they're when they're going on? I'm not entirely certain. But should be in the weeks to come. Yes. Should be soon. The grand finals. Who do you think takes it, Will? I'm giving it to Rooster Bucks to blow. I'm giving it to Straight Griffin. Uh, I bet you're right, but I'm I'm taking Rooster Bucks to blow. I'm surprised you didn't say Straight Griffin, to be honest. They're going for an underdog here. It, they very well might not be the underdog, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's that should be a good matchup. I think those were the two top-seeded teams going into the playoffs as well. So the two top-seeded teams not really losing much throughout the playoffs and the regular season should be a great matchup to see at the end here. All right, moving on to the Halo Draft League Champions League Week 2 results. Man, these uh, these titles are becoming mouthfuls. Um, let's see. We had your bye week go up against SV program coaches. Uh, your bye week took that 3-0. to zero. Addy Estates. I said eSports earlier. It's Addy Estates. You did say East. I'm glad you caught that. And Bronze Boys went up against each other. 3-1 going to Bronze Boys. Your, your team won, Will. Yeah. Um... We then had SV program coaches go up against Lucent. Lucent went took it three to zero. Tal went up against Reflection three to two. Close series going to Tal. Velociraptors went up against Manipulative Smurfs three to two going to the Smurfs. And last but not least, we had Where's Vemzy go up against Your Bye Week. Your Bye Week taking it three to zero. Current standings: Pillar of Autumn, Lucent in first. Two wins, zero losses. Velociraptors in second. Two wins, one loss. Reflection in third. One win, one loss. Addy Estates, one win, one loss. And Bronze Boys in last. Uh, no, wait, there's more on the second page. Hang on. Bronze Boys in fifth. One win, two losses. SV Program Coaches in sixth. One win, three losses. Spellbound and Batch Packs rounded out with not playing a single game. So they're 0 and 0. In the Spirit of Fire division, we have Wasted Potential, 3-0. Three wins, zero losses, I should say. Your bye week is next in second at 3-1. FTP is at 0-0. Heavy at 0-0. Scars Esports, 0-1. Tall at 1-2. Manipulative Smurfs at 1-1. And and Where's Vemzy at 0-3. Here we go. The Challenger League standings. The Misfits are in first at 2-0. TLC uh, right on their heels, actually tied for first at 2-0 as well. Uh, Instinct in third, 1-0. Reborn, I guess, tied for third slash second, uh, 1-0. The Flight, 1-1. Bed Bath & Beyonce, Josh's favorite team, 1-1. Platinum's Best, 1-1. Scarecrow Boat, 0-2. SVP Players, 0-2. And Snowball and & Turtles, 0-2. And that's uh, that's all we got for results this week. That was it was a quick one. It's a quick one, but uh, something that's not so quick. We have our topic for this week. So we asked you on Twitter, on Discord, on the social medias. Um, th- this could be a little bit confusing, but hear us out. So the the topic was, and this is from Shane. Um, why is the Halo community? competitive lore, etc., broken slash separated. What led to this, and how do we as a community fix this? Um, discussion points that actually led to this topic include the classic Halo versus Innovative change debate, 
the complaining to, to devs instead of constructive feedback, the unwarranted negativity within the community, the closed-mindedness of older players, etc. Okay? So, it, some people took this as, what mechanics made Halo break? Or, like, what mechanics made this flux happen? And then other people took the topic for what it actually is. But, uh, here's the conversation from Twitter. Dordo states, competitive players can be pretty toxic. Some of the trash talk can be less than inviting to many, especially if the skill isn't there. The lore of Halo fans, aka noobs, could be more open to learning more about playing the game to win rather than just for fun too. Okay. I mean, competitive players being toxic. Yup. Now, you see it in Gears of War, but... From what I've been told, that's just like, that just runs skin deep, I guess you could say. It's not, it's on surface level. They're like a brotherhood in the gear side. Okay. Um, like I've seen a lot of toxicity from competitive players on Twitter and whatnot, like genuine toxicity. And that shit pisses me off. So that people need to calm the fuck down on that side. And then the lore Halo fans needing to be open to learning more about playing the game to win. No, they don't. They can play however the fuck they want. You're not one to say. Next up, Boldface Broom states, there hasn't been an innovative change Halo introduced in a long time. And I don't think most people actually use innovation properly and it makes me laugh. All in all, I think it's time for a reform to a more classic style of play. The Spartan abilities introduced in 5 need to go, including Sprint, and instead 343 should find other non-derivative ways to innovate while still keeping classic gameplay. Okay. So, Boldface is on the idea of let's get rid of Spartan abilities, let's bring it back to a fully classic experience, but find a different way to innovate. You know, at least Boldface actually brought some to the table here. And... Okay. I'm not against that. Moses states, Halo 5. Casual and competitive players have very different wants, needs, expectations from the game, and trying to create a one-size-fits-all solution for multiplayer will always be a losing battle that creates tension. ARs and radar and competitive, Lamau. Classic versus Sprint Halo. Halo was no Sprint for nearly 10 years, and then Bungie drastically altered how the game played by adding Sprint. Now there are two groups of people who argue constantly, even though they both want the same thing, for Halo to be fast-paced. Fishman replies to him and states, Definitely agree that Halo 5's approach to settings is not the way to go. I understand the thought process of wanting the settings used in tournament play to reflect what the game has to offer, as esports is advertising, but I think it does the competitive scene a disservice when the game out of the box plays the way Halo 5 did. I don't think the priority should be a fast pace, though. I think the best version of Halo has structure. Setups, breaks, pushes, etc. Now you just thrust the eye across midship to pull flag. Um, I agree with what Moses is stating here. The casual competitive split, right? We've talked about it for so fucking long. How difficult is it? Seriously. Honest to God question. How difficult is it to go back? Now I'm not saying like, oh, like, before Halo 5's the best the best time Halo was alive. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, you had an instance where you had social, you had ranked, there you go. And then you had an MLG-style playlist that took major competitive settings into play. Okay? 
pretty much how Halo 5 is right now. Where you have your ranked playlists, but you also have an HCS style playlist with just those settings included, and you have social as well. We need to get on the same point from the get-go. Not that Nothing needs to be equal. Nothing does. 343, we said it time and time again. Make the game you want to make. We're excited for it. We're going to play it. We're going to critique it when it comes to, but we're excited for it nonetheless. And no, I don't think anybody is saying that you need to have everything be the same across ranked and social. You don't. So please don't do that. Um, and then wanting Halo to be a faster paced game, I agree 100%. Uh, Will, you and I talked about it. We're, we said we're both fine with sprint staying, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it's something you game accustomed to. I like it. Um, I can see sprint staying for sure. I think the whole sprinting, not making your shields recharge. Great. Great idea. It means you can't necessarily get away every time. So I'm fine with sprint being there. I am also 100% fine with just increasing movement speed like they did in the MLG settings. Like going back to Halo 3. Okay. Moving on. Wash Frank says, hot take, but I don't think there's a reason or need to fix it. Okay. Wash Frank is happy with the way things are. And you know what? That's perfectly fine too. The Remedy states, well, I think the divisions grew organically as competitive Halo got bigger in the Halo 2 and Halo 3 days. With the division of starting settings, BR versus SMG and AR, there was an immediate wall between those two types of players. Beyond that, there was a lot of elitism and unwanting to change among competitive players. May it be in the form of what maps are played, game types, or settings. As DLC grew and more maps were added, it felt like the competitive scene was slow to, and I hate to use the word adapt or change at all, lead, leading to further fragmentation. To fix it, at least from the competitive perspective, I'd argue we have to be more open in changes in the game. Personally, I thought how they did things with the start of Halo 5 was good, keeping parity between the two groups of matchmakers. Beyond that, hopefully pros don't poo-poo every change to maps and modes like they seem to over the course of Halo 5. When it comes to Halo 3 settings, since the game is out and been out, I see no reason to change it. But hopefully for Infinite, we can do better at being open to change. Two things. One, I agree, we do need to be more open to change. Because I feel a lot of people are just stuck in their ways. And like what Moses said, I understand that for the past 10 years, Sprint had never been in Halo, right? For those 10 years. So that's what that is. And then also, you had grammatical errors in your post. Uh, next up, a gab states, get rid of heavy aim. One thing on this. Sure. What's up? Heavy aim is in Halo 5, yes. right? Yep. It's not anything they can take out. There's a problem with the base code and it's there. Right. So hopefully with infinite, it's with not infinite, a fucking thing anymore. Hopefully it's gone. But the people who are still complaining about Halo 5 having it, it's at this point, just live with it. There's nothing they can do. It's a dead game, bro. Um, it pretty much is. I mean, I matched. Okay, this is to, today oh, when I was go. playing. Yeah. Um, I had, you know, I left a game after playing playing with this group of people. Um, no one I knew, but I was just, you know, I got put with them. Yeah. I backed out, went to the bathroom, got some food, came back, started matchmaking again, matched the same people. That's a population issue right there. <laughs> just saying. I'm not disagreeing with you in the slightest. Um, and what playlist was that? Slayer. Just Slay Rank Slayer. Slayer. Okay. Um, Ryan states, to make a very long story very short, 
Bungie343 decided to change the fantastic product that they already had in an attempt to woo the COD crowd. Even after a large amount of backlash, they decided to not only proceed with the changes, but experiment even more. It hasn't worked. Halo basically got JC pennied. <laughs> Go look what Ron Johnson did from 2011 to 2013. <laughs> oh my god. I love the JC pennied reference. Um, first and foremost. Second, okay. <sighs> this is the debate that is so hard for me. Okay? Ain't I thought about this one after I read this comment. Halo. Now, Ryan's right. 343 and Bungie, Bungie started with it with Reach, but they basically drastically changed what Halo fundamentally was. Okay? Is it still a first-person shooter? Yeah. It still is. Is it still an arena shooter? Yeah. It still is. Basically. The mechanics, the sprint, the Spartan abilities, the different weapons, so on and so forth, it made the game different. Okay, it made the game to what some people would say not feel like Halo anymore. Okay, look at Call of Duty. What Ryan states is they wanted to appeal to the COD crowd. Okay, I'm gonna go for and against that statement. For my four piece, will let me ask you: you have a franchise. This is Call of Duty. You have a franchise. That's making millions every single year off of every single new release. And then you have another franchise of Halo that's basically not doing that as much anymore. Okay. Wouldn't you not like, would you not want to try to go after a little bit of that crowd, make that money? You'd want to, wouldn't you? Yeah. It's a business decision. It's a good business decision. Now, that's that's my fourth statement. My again statement is this. COD releases every year. Everybody knows that. But, realistically speaking, it's not the same game every year. It's not. The shooting? Yes. Basically. But you have new mechanics. Remember when wall running was introduced into COD? People lost their shit. But guess what? Still one of the biggest selling games of the year. It's, they added mechanics. They keep adding mechanics. They took mechanics away because they they thought people didn't like the mechanics. And then they brought a couple of the mechanics back. Like they dialed it in. They honed in their skill and they made Black Ops 4 arguably one of the best Call of Duties to release in recent years. Okay. I don't think they made it to appease the COD crowd. Like, well, part of me does, part of me doesn't. They saw a business opportunity. They wanted to enhance the experience, so they did. Now, like you said, Ryan, did it not work out? Not necessarily. It didn't work out probably to the extent that they hoped it would. But that doesn't mean that Call of Duty is the same game every year because it's not. That doesn't mean that Halo needs to be the same game every every cycle that it comes out because it shouldn't if it was the same game every time people would only play the old one what the fuck would be the point in playing the new one why do you think there hasn't been a new counter-strike that's released in years there's no need to the gameplay is the fucking same they stick with it okay so 
I would... It, Call of Duty put a shit ton of features in, took features out, put some features back in. Here's Black Ops 4. Halo Reach, Halo 4 put a shit ton of features in. Halo 5 took some of those features out. Halo Infinite maybe is that honed-in experience that we've been waiting for. To bring it all back. That's what I'm going to say for Ryan's comment. B. Sway states... Too many force game-breaking changes that literally diminish the, diminishes the Halo formula. Sprint boost, slide clamber, aim down sights, ground pounding, hovering with ARs, radar and shotguns and competitive, extra movement, kills Halo map design, no debate. First and foremost, nice run-on sentence, bro. <laughs> and, uh, sounds like you're salty. Next up, we have some Discord comments. Wait, 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 wait. What? I mean, he lays all that down and says no debate, but those maps were designed for those advanced movements so 100 there is a debate so i'm sorry beast way um don't be sorry he gave you a massive ass run-on sentence <laughs> that didn't make any fucking sense use commas next time i mean what halo formula are you talking about if you're talking about halo 3's formula then yeah it breaks it down but we're not playing halo 3 here nope each halo game has been different throughout the years every single one and i think I'll get into it at the end, but that's the issue. Let's move on. No, they, they changed the shooting mechanics in 1, 2, and 3. Think about that. They changed the way aiming works in 1, 2, and 3. Each game changed how it works. Do you have to lead your shots? Do you not have to lead your shots? They changed. The mechanics changed even in those games. So, you're right. Moving on. Search in Discord states, I personally think one of the biggest disconnects for the Halo community when it comes to competition of it, wait, when it comes to competition of it all is the exclusion. I don't know who you are, so don't, uh, so you don't mean anything. That mentality brought on uh, by select groups of players brings the mentality of the scene as a whole down. Being more accepting of people who want to be a part of something and not this high school, you're not, un you're not popular, so you can't sit at our table mindset would bring a flourish to a dwindling base of players. The Halo Draft League is doing something good in that regard, but there's always room for improvement. I just wish there could be a general acceptance. There's no reason to bring an elitist attitude toward people who want to learn and grow, and I feel like being, uh, I feel like by discouraging that with egos is the worst thing a community could do. With the phrase dead game being thrown around on top of it makes people all that more toxic at the higher levels. Why play with you, Rando, in this dead game if you aren't relevant already and you aren't worth it? I don't know, that's just kind of my thought and experience on it. Very true. Very, very true. Um, Goalie Sniper states, I just wish instead of arguing what game is better, people can just say that they like a certain one better. Like, I personally don't really like Halo 2 Classic multiplayer. Feels weird to me. But I'm not going to say outright that another Halo multiplayer is better. I just prefer others to it. If we had more of that, and not people constantly arguing over why theirs is better, then I think we'd be better off as a community. Again, very good point. People need to stop shitting on Halo 4. You know what? Maybe I need to stop shitting on Halo Reach, Will. Maybe. Maybe I do. Um, High Tech Redneck states, I may be taking this way deeper than it was intended, but I think the community's attitude is more of a reflection of the attitude of society in general now, or at least American society. It's like it's not enough that you don't enjoy something. You got to make sure nobody else enjoys it either. I don't know how it happened, but I think parts of the community have forgotten that we all love Halo and wanted to succeed. We just have different ideas of what might bring that success. 
Some members of the community have this elitist attitude that they're the only ones who could possibly be right and that nobody else has a clue what they're talking about. If everyone could just listen to each other with an open mind, like I feel like we do in our discussions here, we'd probably find that we have more in common than we think and can be at least as, uh, be civil with, with one another. 100%. Agree completely. Um, this is why Discord conversations are so great. Um... Yeah, you're right. When you when you see other things on the internet, it's like it is basically elitist kids saying, "Oh, it needs to be like this because I'm the one that's right, and it, it was so much better before." It's like, okay, whatever. Um, CIA states, "Well, if you want a way to fix stuff, a good way would be for some communities to reach out to places, offer help and friendship, join in with the goings on of said communities, work for the lore side as the wiki's merch in February. Another good way to fix stuff would be to open up and allow more avenues for community interaction." Halopedia is starting a book club so folks can discuss, can discuss Halo books and so on. At times, some folks have uh, not found their, now this is going to sound really cheesy, Halo home. The section of the community they will enjoy the most. So making sure folks can find places help a lot also. High Tech Redneck comments and states, I agree. Even though I'm mainly interested in the more competitive aspect of Halo, when I give feedback, I at least try to think of other sub-communities in Halo as well. Like, I don't enjoy social but I wouldn't ever say get rid of social playlists and make everything ranked. And if I do say this, I'm joking, I swear. I know lots of people enjoy social, even ranked playlists that I don't enjoy, and I know how defensive I get when people suggest moving playlists like Snipers and SWAT out of ranked. So try not to do the same to them. And I love your idea of, uh, near, of there needing to be a way for people to find their spot within the community. I know there are Spartan companies, Xbox clubs, etc. But you really have to seek those things out. I don't know if that'd work, but they could even have a Get Involved tab within the game menus that lists some sites or Xbox clubs for the different sub-communities within the larger Halo community and give a short description of what, they're of what they're about. Or maybe even get a list of people that would be willing to play with newer players and show them the ropes. I've been playing Halo for 10 years now and still get nervous if someone I don't know asks me to play with them because I don't know if they're, gonna, if they're just playing for fun or if they're going to hate me if I don't play well. So even just helping people find groups of welcoming players who'd be willing to play with them and give them some tips not get salty if they don't play well, I think might help keep newer fans around. Rather than they play once, do bad, get a message telling them to uninstall the game, and they never come back. Not saying it's not already like this, but we could also probably do a better job of welcoming people into different groups. Again, I know some already do that, but some communities are definitely more welcoming than others. Very good points all around. Because God knows that like, I've gotten messages before where people say, like, you fucking suck or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. it, it, the funny thing is that we beat them and then they send us the message. Like, okay, you're just salty. But then I've also gotten messages where, like, I'll get GGs. Like, I'll have people message me and just say GG. And it's like, and that was from the winning team, right? Like, either it was close or I got destroyed and they'll reply back with a GG. And it's like, yeah, you know what? We did, you guys destroyed us, but. It is what it is, and you putting that sportsmanship behind it felt really good. Unf so. Unfortunately, so, like, I've experienced more of that negative side, where it's like, get the fuck out of here, uninstall, get better. And that's just saying, I I mean, it is what it is. I'm a, I'm a fucking, I went from, I was playing in those silver and gold when I first started playing sure. Halo, and um, there was a lot of that. And it's, when you're first learning the game, if people are going to, if that's, I know it's people who are sending those messages, but that's just a bad reflection on the game. And then people leave your game because they don't want to deal with that. 
Absolutely. We need to be better. And that was the whole point about this topic is like, how do we become better? We, we already have this segmented community. How do we get it back to not being completely segmented and being completely like, fuck you guys. So that, that was what the whole point of this was. Silo states, this post is heavily based uh, biased to the competitive community, but I'm sure you can flip some words and apply it to any community, including sub-communities. I chose the competitive community because I'm most familiar with the struggles of the competitive community. I've also written with more emotion than I had intended, but I don't feel like rewriting it, and in a sense it gets across the point better. Assume all yous in your community isn't directed at anybody specific. And it's too long. One minute. The reason why there's so much community divide is because your community is probably part of the reason why I think Halo has gone downhill, and while that's not a reason to be mean to you, it's why I may reject your community and not care about being supportive. You gave feedback, you said what you thought would be cool, and the developers behind the game ran with it. You, the social multiplayer fan who wants to shoot 30 different weapons screwed up my weapon sandbox and balancing. You, the fan of cool-looking levels and characters screwed up the lighting so I can't see, so I can't see while looking around. You, the person who hates high-level play screwed up weapon spawning five, five games in a row by making the weapon spawns dynamic. You, the kids who want to feel like a Spartan and made uh, movement in the game 10 times more complex than it needs to be. We're already starting off real strong. And many, many more. Don't get me wrong. My feedback ruins the game for others as well. Me, the kid who asked for weapons to be statically timed in Halo 5, ruined the game for players who preferred dynamic since it was the Halo standard for 11 years. Me, the guy who asked for a single-shot weapon and likes the pistol, ruined Halo 5 for people who don't want a secondary to be your primary. Even earlier today, I told High Tech Redneck that her favorite playlist should get cut so my playlists have a better chance of surviving. <laughs> oh my god. When Counter-Strike gets an update, it's an update built for competitive multiplayer. When Call of Duty gets an update, it influences a specific community of their players. When Halo gets an update, though, everybody is affected. Why can't we compromise? Do you know many things I had to compromise over the years? Why don't you compromise? I have to deal with high aim assist. I have to deal with uh, burst fire weapons. I have to deal with items that don't spawn statically to this day. I have to deal with advanced mobility. I have to deal with too many weapons in the sandbox. I have to deal with everything you thought would be cool that I don't. What have you honestly compromised? Lore kids almost universally agreed that Halo 5 was the worst campaign. Fine, they have lost one game. BTB kids didn't have maps at launch, and while Warzone is kind of like BTB, it's definitely a different community than BTB. In the end, they only got Forge maps. And that sucks. But who did those communities blame on Reddit? My community. The one community they never once got a bone, not even in Halo 5, when we had to play with radar and ARs, yet we get blamed anyway. I actually like Halo 5. I think it's a solid title. This was also the first title in franchise history other than Halo 2 Anniversary that, in my opinion, improved on the previous game. But let's be real. If Halo 5 came out and had dynamic weapon spawns again, not a single person outside of my community would be fighting on behalf of my community. If you don't believe me, look at how many people are praising 343 when Halo 1 is still broken on MCC. They don't care about my community. I feel like my community has sacrificed plenty, so forgive me for feeling isolated when no other community has had to suffer nearly as much in return. But hey, at least we have million dollar tournaments, I guess. Well thought out. Well executed. And I, I do enjoy how he brought things back and he talked about how it wasn't just him that had to suffer too. Like it was a bunch of other sub-communities that had to suffer their own aspects as well. Nobody got what they deserved, I guess you could say. 
So yeah. Silo Cyphelia. Um CIA states. That said, the Halo 5's weapon update did affect more than just the lore community and wiki community. It badly affected the speedrunning community who just had a lot of runs essentially voided. Which was a sad sight to see, to be honest, when I saw it. Silas replied, Speedrunning community was definitely on my mind when writing that post. Halo 2 and MCC had some things fixed which screwed them. I want to say there was a major bug fix or weapon update that screwed up one of the levels early in the game as well. Maybe I'm wrong. So yeah, everybody just gets fucked over. Um... Snipe states, sorry guys, this is going to be wordy. Every Halo game has made, uh, every Halo game made has been a dice roll to see who gets what to expand their enjoyment in the franchise. The MCC, which was supposed to be a place for all of us to come together and enjoy Halo, was a developmental nightmare. Pieced together by multiple studios into a Frankenstein product that didn't even begin to be in any presentable state until four years after launch. The mishandling of the MCC coupled with the uh, codification of Halo 4 and the unfinished state of Halo 5's launch are the reason for major conflict between fans who argue over the uh, validity of these titles. If, of course, uh, it, it, of course, has nothing to do with any portion of the community because if 343 Industries was listening back then, they wouldn't have released a Halo game with perks and killstreaks or a completely unfinished rush to the public MCC or an undercooked Halo 5 with the worst campaign in the franchise. The blame for the Halo community tearing itself apart falls directly onto Microsoft's inability to give Halo enough time to cook. Forcing Halo out to fend for itself because it's the console seller without a a thought of the damage it could and and did inflict to the community. Looking forward, I see a 343 Industries who's been willing to listen more than than they ever have. Are they fixing every issue immediately? No. Have they ignored Halo CE more than the other titles? Yes. The Halo community who's been through the uh, ringer will not and should not accept the MCC as a finished product until all titles work the way they should. Halo Infinite needs to move uh, Halo forward while not leaving anyone behind. It's not easy, but we have to keep moving with some hope. The pessimism has its place when we were uh, struggling to get noticed. We're being noticed now. We have to put our past grievances aside and work as a Halo community together. To make Halo the community all of us want it to be in. So, a couple points from Snipe's post here. If 343 Industries was listening back then, then they wouldn't have released a Halo game with perks and killstreaks. He's talking about Halo 4 specifically. Okay? Because Halo 4 had your loadouts and... I mean, Halo Reach did too, but Halo 4 had it dramatically um, with perks. And then the ordinance, AKA kill streaks. I understand where you're coming from. And it brings me back to Halo was in a different state where call of duty was making a lot of money and it still is. They probably wanted a piece of that pie. And I can't say because we don't know, like we don't know the story. This is something I tell Will all the time is that I want to know the backstory and what happened here. Same thing with MCC. I do think it was on Microsoft's ass. Like, I think Microsoft is the one that made 343 release MCC when they did. I think they were on a time crunch and Microsoft went down to them and said, nope, you need to get this shit out now. And here we are, right? Then when MCC came out, everybody had to move to the to Halo 5. Um, therefore, it took them so long for MCC to get fixed. Here we are now. Um, I really want to know the fucking story behind MCC, though, because that was a goddamn disaster. 
and the fact that I'm still upset that Halo 5 released with and when when they kept on touting all DLC in Halo 5 is going to be free. All map packs in Halo 5 are going to be free. Okay, awesome. Oh wait, they're fucking reskins of maps that already exist in the game. Thanks 343. That's something I'm upset about and I hope that and like I said, I told Will this too. I'd be perfectly fine with Infinite having paid DLC maps. I'd be perfectly fine with it. I don't give a shit. Call of Duty still does it. Still. Now, yes, Halo doesn't make as much money as Call of Duty anymore. I understand that. But at the same time, like, I want good content. I want good content. I want good, new, fresh content. Will, I want it. All right. Silo states, here's a fun thing to ponder. I've said before and still believe that Halo is too fragmented at this point to ever come together as one. If you make a classic game, advanced mobility kids get upset and vice versa. Even if you make classic, Halo 3 kids will be upset if the game is like Halo 1 and vice versa, or any combination. I theorized before that an infinite maybe multiplayer has classic options, campaign is, is an RPG and you slowly get more Spartan abilities and stuff over time, those can be used in multiplayer but there's a forced classic and forced certain ability options as well as using your RPG character. A big criticism of this theory, other than the fact that we know literally nothing about infinite, so literally any theory means nothing, but it would be too expensive. Almost everybody gets their piece though if this is true. But what if money was almost no object? GTA 5, before marketing, costs like $265 million and is the most expensive game made to date before marketing. While somebody who previously interviewed at 343 and now works with some X343 members said that the budget for Infinite is roughly $600 million. He could be wrong, maybe he misunderstood. But what if that was the budget? The cost of two GTA 5s could maybe fund an experience that literally gives every Halo fan what they want. It makes you think. Take this with a grain of salt, though. Maybe the budget includes slip space. Maybe the budget is partially R&D on the new Xbox console. We have no way of knowing. I believe we'll never be unified unless literally everybody gets what they want, and I doubt it'll ever realistically happen. In terms of budget, real quick, GTA 5 released how many years ago? It's been a while. A long time. 360 PS3 days. Yeah. Okay? A long time. Therefore... The reason why I bring that up is because think about inflation, okay? Things don't cost as much today. I mean, things don't cost as much back then as they do today because of inflation. Therefore, back then, $265 million before marketing was a load of money. Now, I'm not scoffing at $600 million. Like, that's not a fucking chump change, all right? Don't get me wrong. But in today's... In today's style of game making, right, that big of a title, that big of a studio, that big of a company behind them, and this is their tentpole franchise, the amount of money makes sense to me. And as Silo states, we don't know what's included within that price at this point. So maybe we'll get more information down the line, but as Silo said, take it with a grain of salt. And finally, Scott Puddle states, the main thing, I just think Halo was too big to be cohesive. It has grown way beyond the original concept, for the better in my opinion. From the lore aspect, the story is one of my favorites in all of sci-fi, and I find it amazing that it all stemmed from a single video game. From competitive, the original revolutionized video games and kept doing so with subsequent releases, albeit the revolutionary aspect may have taken a backseat as the game progressed. Now it's grown into this huge universe with multiple facets, that it's become literally impossible to please everybody. And if I find a bunch of the toxicity comes from the competitive people, 
Oh, and I find a bunch of the toxicity comes from the competitive people. I don't hear lore kids as loud and abrasive as competitive kids. They just want to enjoy the product they love. From competitive, I believe 343 Industries may have let the ball drop by thinking that people will love it anyway. The support for a competitive scene wasn't there, and eventually the population wasn't there to justify support. It feels like that attitude has changed recently, hopefully, and 343 Industries is listening to the competitive community more. I think this is just a byproduct of starting the franchise of the video game. Especially one with multiplayer. Multiplayer is inherently competitive. Whether you play socially or not, there is a winner and a loser. That's it. That's the community discussion. Will, you kept hinting at it over and over again. What were you going to come back to? What point were you going to come back to? Uh, it's just that the game has been different on each release and each person likes some aspect of one of those games and wants that to continue. But the fact of the matter is Bungie slash 343 wants to revolutionize. They want to keep growing. They want to change things so it doesn't become the same stale game year year after year, even though it's not year releases. So five years after five, over five years. Right. <laughs> That's what it feels like anyway. Um so the game just keeps changing and the community is fragmented not only by competitive and lore or, you know, speed running. It's, comp- it's split by game, really. Um, you have the umbrella that is Halo, but each game is its own separate experience. Right. We, we've even seen it. We have Silos who loves Halo 1, right? We have, uh, there are people who love Halo Reach. There are people who love Halo 4 and, and only those games. You have the diehard Halo 3 players. You have the Halo 2 is way better than Halo 3 ever was. You have the Halo 3 is way better than Halo 2 ever was, right? And then you have, you will, loves Halo 5. And it's hard for, it's hard for me to go back because it's so different. Right. Like if if they would have kept the, the multiplayer kind of consistent, maybe I would have enjoyed those games a little more. But the fact is, Halo, I jumped into Halo 5 and that's all, that's, that's all you know. And then you're all of a sudden shot back to Halo 3. It's It's weird. Yep. Um, different, you know, like you said, projectile shooting rather than hit scan. Um, Dramatically slower yeah, type game. Slower. It feels slower because you don't sprint or anything like that. Yep. Um, and just the, the way you move around the map has to be different. Um, so I think that's, I think that's the main reason the community is so divided because um, sure, you may have like the competitive scene is not only divided by, you know, from the lore kids, they're divided within themselves because they each like different parts of different games. They do. So it's fragmented even farther down than we've, we do see in any other game. And um, yeah, so let's, I think that that plays a lot into it is that just each person likes what they like. They like their, their style of halo. And then it comes down to, you get the toxicity that's in there with, you know, oh, you're just a Halo 3 kid or you're a Halo 5 kid, you know, then the community gets, they, they get angry at each other because they don't want to deal with that. And what, so what are your, I mean, that's the way I'm seeing it is that the, the community is just so broken because of that. So. Is, are we too far gone? Are we too far gone where not everybody's going to be pleased forever? 
Like, will it ever, will it never happen to the point where no one's ever going to be fully happy anymore? You know what I, I think even made it worse was Halo, or not Halo, but 343 reworking MCC. They made it seem like all, so they're reviving life into all these other communities that were already kind of People okay. are thinking that classic Halo is going to be making a comeback. Yep. And so now, now you have the, it's, it fragmented it again. Um, you know, people were like, oh, uh, I think there was a general consensus that Halo 5 wasn't the best, but it, it's what people were playing. Everybody was there. Yep. They re- reworked MCC and now people have gone back to their favorite Halo title and yep. said, screw everyone else. And you know what? I think it was Silas that said it. I, I, it is. I think it is the competitive community's fault. That everything's so fragmented. Yeah, I do. I really do. And it's the reason why now I forgot who said it, but someone said in the discussion that uh, they don't see the lore people like the lore communities like blowing up and whatnot. So they're doing it to a different extent. Like, I don't think they're being rude or anything like that, but I've seen conversations with lore um, enthusiasts on Twitter and whatnot. They're talking to Grim Brother One. But they're asking questions. They're keeping the discussion going, right? I now maybe I'm not looking hard enough, and I don't like want to have to go out of my way to find toxicity in different communities. Okay, let me get that straight. Because we're trying to get away from it. But but not getting away from it by not addressing it, right? We need to address it to move on. Mm-hmm. But when I do see lore enthusiasts. And the the lore YouTube channels, the podcasts, so on and so forth on Twitter, they're continuing discussions with people from 343. I see a lot of stuff with Grim Brother 1, and he's he's actively engaging too. He's answering questions. He's keeping discussions going. He's making, like, when I see those discussions, it's like he cares. He does. And maybe he doesn't know the answer, but he, he, it looks as though he goes and tries to find the answer for those people that are asking those questions. So the fact that kind of the overall theme here is like, we need to be working together, right? We need to be like those lore enthusiasts in Grim Brother 1. We need to be continuing the discussion. We need to be talking to one another in a civil manner. Like this whole, the individual that I shit on for the past couple weeks, Okay. That out of the way, there's a reason why that happened. It was addressing it and moving forward, okay? There's no need for anything like that anymore. There just isn't. If you want to shit talk, like on stage, if you want to shit talk, you're in the heat of a match, and you're like, oh, like, myself and Scud, oh, get shit on Scud, oh, get shit on Josh, right? Like, that's in the heat of the moment. That We don't have any ill will towards one another. Do you think that... People seeing that growing up with Halo from the the tournaments, now they want to bring that to their own competitive play. So that's why everyone gets the, oh, get the fuck out of here messages. You don't belong here. But see, here's the thing. It's like Gears of War. Okay. I've watched, I've watched competitive Halo since I was a fucking like middle schooler. Okay. Way back. I was watching Halo 2, Halo 3 days. Okay, I watched every tournament. I would I would make sure I wasn't doing anything the weekends that MLG uh, had their events like throughout the year. That weekend, me in front of my computer screen watching that. Okay, 
there was a lot of trash talking and whatnot, but it wasn't in a sense where you, I understood what it was even at that age. Right. Okay. So then it goes back to, you have this like toxic group of people. Are they just like, let's, let's be real, real here. The halo community isn't like 15 year olds really anymore. We're all, I would say twenties, some of, some people their thirties. Um, but there's still that, like what there's that mindset where like someone's the, someone's like always the bully. It's like a 12 year old mindset. And they're sure. And they're That's like, what it feels like. Yeah. There's just always the, I'm better than you get out of here. Like you don't belong here. Yeah. And, and I the think worst that, part is go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. No, that, I mean, that's just another aspect that hurts the halo community. Someone wants to try to get better and enjoy this game. And they're getting those messages. Why would they stick around and get better? If that's all they have to look forward to from the community. Right. Something I want to hit on in regards to that. You have Tox, right? Mm -hmm. You have Royal 2, Snakebite, Lethal, and APG now. Yeah. Right? I was going to say Frosty, but he's... Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit, I need to remember. Um, No, but the fact of the matter is when they came onto the scene as CLG way back, Halo 5, right? Um, APG wasn't on that squad, mind you. But when that squad came onto the scene, the only thing I can think of was these motherfuckers... Who do they think they are? You tore up my evil geniuses squat. Who are you? But then, and I always had this like stigma towards them. Just deep, deep inside, right? Like didn't let it show or anything like that. Just inside, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I like these guys. I don't know. They're too quiet. Like they just, I don't know. But then one of the casters, and they even had like an interview with them and whatnot, but it's, it was their work ethic. It's that, no, they aren't about that trash talking or anything like that. They put their head down, they get shit done, and they win. Now, Lethal, he's got like his dry, sarcastic humor to him, but that's just him. He's not hes not an asshole. Maybe, maybe other people would think he is if they know him, but like based off what I've seen, I don't think he's an asshole. And when I look at talks now, or when I looked at talks like a couple years ago and whatnot, I would be like, no, that's, they are a dedicated team who wants to win and they're going to work their asses off to make that happen. They're not toxic. They, they hold themselves to that higher standard. Why the fuck can't anybody else do that? And I'm not saying everybody else couldn't. There are a ton of other teams and players out there that hold themselves up to a higher standard. But I see some of these amateur players that think they're the best in the fucking world. It's like, put yourself down a peg. Realize what you're doing. Realize that you're not hot shit. Be a better person. The competitive community that says, oh, I want this or all this game's going to be shit. Take a step back. Look at the situation. Realize you're not a game developer. Provide your feedback in a clear, concise, and respectful format. See where it goes. Now, we've heard reports, right, of Halo 5's competitive pro team um, at 343 not having a lot of say in, in the development of 5. Okay, we've heard that. We've heard multiple reports of that happening. We don't know the full story. We don't have sources. Okay, we just heard it through the grapevine. Taking that with a grain of salt, or taking that as it is, 
I say it time and time again, with everybody that's been announced on Halo Infinite's pro team so far, I'm very happy with what I've seen. You have old vets, you have new players, you have players from multiple facets of competitive Halo. You have the old, old pros from Halo 2 and Halo 3. You have the new ones from Halo 5. You have that mix. Maybe those individuals, otherwise they wouldn't have gotten the fucking job otherwise. But maybe those individuals can be the voices of reason and being like, oh, based off what I'm seeing out there, and uh, what is it, uh, Robbie One Kenobi? That's, he's the player voice um, position at 343 now. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. So he's constantly looking online too. I said it before. Everybody's voices are being heard, bad or good. Okay? Your comments are being read. On Reddit. On Twitter. So on and so forth. If they don't respond to you, it doesn't mean they're not listening because they are. They're probably not responding because you're an asshole. And probably just because of the sheer volume of comments and things they have to go through. Well, sure. But the fact that they say it all the time. Me personally, I'd be way more interested in engaging with somebody who's respectful than somebody who's not. Right? Worked in customer service for God knows how long. You have an irate customer come up to you. Are you going to be more helpful towards them? Or are you going to be helpful towards the person who just came up to the front register and be like, hey, I'm really sorry. I don't have my receipt on me. I promise you this was purchased in the past 30 days. I have all the entire packaging from when it was purchased. I'm wondering if I can exchange this or get a refund. Are you going to be more helpful towards that person or the person who comes up at you screaming at you? Right. Probably the, the nicer person. That's just human nature. Exactly. So when I see Grim Brother 1 responding to these lore, um, lore enthusiasts in a respectful manner, that's the, that's the type of conversations that I'm not seeing in the competitive side at all. All I see on the competitive side, and we've been in this for a little while now, all I see is negativity. Not in our Discord. I don't see it in our Discord, but I see it like all over Twitter. I see only negativity. That's it. In Twitch chats, I only see negativity when tournaments are going on. Like, that's it. Where the f- That doesn't get us anywhere. It doesn't. Oh, you don't like Sprint? We get it. There are hundreds of, hundreds of people that don't like Sprint. Move on. Think of something else or provide something that's going to help the conversation move forward. Don't just say Sprint's a shit mechanic and it shouldn't be in Halo anymore. Okay. What are you going to replace it with? Oh, it doesn't need to be replaced with anything. Okay. How are you going to change gameplay to fit a non-Sprint gameplay style? How are you going to change maps to accommodate for no Sprint? What about the health regen? Are you going to put that in there? Is it going to be Halo 1 health style where you have to pick up health packs? What are you going to do to change it? What do you you suggest? Sprint shouldn't be in it. You're not helping at all. You're literally not. Like I saw people that commented on our Twitter that I didn't read because they didn't help push anything forward. Like that remove heavy aim comment. No shit. What are you going to do to change? What What do you suggest? Obviously, it's a bad thing that shouldn't be in the game, but like, come on, push the direction forward, not backward and not stagnant. We need to progress forward as a group. So we talked a lot about 
the things that are wrong. Another part of this was what can we do to fix it? Is there, I mean, rather than you've, you've touched on, you know, everyone having, you know, good conversations, not that negativity, um, with, from my point of view, with the games being so separated, people separated by their game, is there any way you, is, does, does, I don't think even Halo Infinite is going to fix any of this. People are still going to find their flaws with Infinite that they don't like and go, I'm going back to Halo 3. I think that's just human nature too. It's with Un- any game. Unwillingness to change. Yep, it's with any game. Any game, is it's the same thing. Like, uh, bring it back to Counter-Strike for a second. When it went, when it went from uh, 1.6 in Source to Global Offensive, right? There are people who dropped off, did not play competitive Counter-Strike Go because it was slightly different than 1.6 in Source. Now, 1.6 and Source are two completely, well, yeah, they're different experiences, right? But the change from those that have been around for years and years and years to now come to go, people didn't want it. Like, nope, fucks with my formula. I don't want it. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to play it. And they didn't. It ended there. Now, there are things that people didn't like that uh, Valve fixed. So... There were changes. They they listened to the community, if I'm not mistaken. Not well-versed in Counter-Strike. But, you know, it's... Will Infinite fix everything? No. And I, as it pains me to say it... You know, it doesn't even pain me to say it because it's, it's a fact. Even when, like, a single game comes out, right? Like, you have... What would be a good example for this? Shit. What's a competitive game that don't doesn't have a sequel? It's literally just itself. PUBG. Sure. Boom. PUBG doesn't have a sequel. Okay? Are there people who don't like PUBG because of things that they've added or things that they've taken away or things that they haven't fixed? Sure. Tons of them. Every game. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be a sequel. It doesn't need to be a sequel. Any game is going to have that type of person. And I'm not saying that Infinite or any game needs to fix it. I'm saying the people need to get better. I don't think the property needs to fix anything. I think the people need to fix themselves. We need to be better as a community. The game, we want to be good, but good is subjective. Yeah, very much so. And you, you, even right now, Fortnite, the competitive community, they're not happy with the recent changes that Epic has made. Yeah. And I think going back to it is rather than just being like, oh, Epic, you messed up. This is shit. Re- reach out and be like, hey, this is heavily affecting the competitive community. These changes are you know, not, are not going to make this game enjoyable for your players. Can we do X, Y, and Z to fix this? and make this better or what do you see as options to make this better so that we can have a more enjoyable experience for all right something we, of that nature rather than being like oh this is stupid we see ninja we see shroud we see a lot of big top tier streamers literally only complaining now i know they complain on stream but i feel like there's there's got to be more going on in the background that's the thing that's that's my whole point my whole point will that right there on their stream, they're bitching. Why aren't they talking about 
that potential behind the scenes stuff. Why aren't they talking about, yeah, I really don't like this thing that they did. I don't like this thing that they added, but I've reached out. I've let them know how I feel. Here's an outlet for you to reach out as well. If you feel these changes are not necessary, they don't say that. Right. They only complain. Then Pistola, right? And when Shroud said it on his stream too, he said, Shroud said, competitive players need to complain about the game. They need to complain. Okay, fuck it. Let's just say that. They need to complain. But if you're just complaining, you're only adding fuel to the fire. You're not helping anything. And you, with a massive audience that you have, you are, for lack of a better term, you are an influencer. Ninja is an influencer. Royal 2, Pistola, anybody in competitive any game is technically an influencer, no matter how big, no matter how small. You have an audience that pays attention to you. Be a better role model. Be a better person for your community. If you're just on your stream and you're spatting that you fucking, oh, I can't believe they introduced this. This game's fucking stupid now. The competitive's a joke. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, so what do you suggest they do? Where can we voice our opinion on it? Don't add fuel to the fucking fire. Stop it. That was my whole point. You made the point perfectly clear, Will. 100%. They need to stop doing that. The people need to be better. And you're right. Maybe there is something happening behind the scenes. We, But if you're part of that behind the scenes movement, you should probably talk about it. Otherwise, you have... If you're Ninja, for lack of a better reference, or Shroud, fuck it, you have you have sixty to a hundred thousand people watching you daily, daily, and you're telling sixty to a hundred thousand people a day that the thing that they implemented is dog shit. What do you think those teenagers? What do you think those kids are going to be thinking? Oh, this is dog shit, and they're not progressing forward. Be better people. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not at all. There are things I bitch about all the time. I need to do better myself as well. And that's what these conversations are here for. How can we progress forward? 343 is doing everything that they possibly can. Yes, you may not see everything, but they're doing everything that they can to make the best product that they feel possible. They hired a player relations individual. Because of, oh my God, because of the amount of bullshit that's happening online. I'm guaranteed that's why that position was made. No, I'm glad they did it, but please don't direct your hate towards him. Put the hate away. Think of something more constructive. Then let him know. Then let 343 know. Because they want to hear what you have to say. They're looking everywhere. But if you're not being respectful about it, then you're that person bitching at the customer service counter because you didn't get a refund. You're that person. And for those who work in customer service, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And for those who don't, in other words, for those who are too young to realize, just wait. Because you may think, oh, I'm, I'm never going to have to deal with that. Oh, just wait. I think everyone should have to do some sort of customer service once in their life. Usually everyone does. I mean, usually. usually there's, eh. There are people who don't. And I mean, hey, if you if you don't have to deal with that, good for you. 
But uh, they're most of the time, you know, when you're coming up, if you're not, yeah, if you're coming up, you normally start off with a customer service job, food service, retail, whatever it may be. But customer service of some kind, you will know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Don't be that person. Don't. Because you, if you're spouting online right now that you think Halo is the worst it's ever been, that you hate Sprint, that you're not, you're not giving anything to add to a better conversation, you are that person at the customer service counter screaming at the employee. When that employee had nothing to do with it. Nothing. And for all we know, you're trying to bring back a broken product that you threw down the ground anyway, because you're upset. That's all I got. All right. Anything else you want to add before we move on, Mo? No, I, I'm, I agree on the, the be, just be a better person. I think people in general just need to conduct themselves in a better manner. And it, it could be, it could be a generational thing. Again, you know, the people before us think us as kids were behaving wild. We're, we're doing all right. It, it just seems like the social norm, the farther we go, just becomes like worse and worse. It's gonna leave that air. That's all I can yeah, think. Yeah, younger people suck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nuts. No, I mean, and now that I have, I mean, we talked to Zach about raising kids and whatnot. We talked to Paul She about raising kids and like I'm raising a kid of my own. It's I don't want I don't want my daughter to think that about all that negativity and whatnot. You know, the internet's a fucking terrifying place. When we used it, when we were starting to use it as kids, right? We thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Like it opened up so many doors and just like places you never thought imaginable. And then YouTube became a thing and we we're all laughing at like chocolate rain and stuff like that. You know, all these things that came out that never existed before. It was all brand new. And then, then you had some of that hate start to flow in because everyone's behind a computer, right? You don't have to disclose your name or anything like that. Then things got progressively worse and whatnot. And I, I think it's great that people have a platform to speak. But if you're not progressing that conversation, if you're only remaining stagnant in your thought and you keep that hate flowing, that's not good. It's not good for the people around you. It's not even it's not good for you. It's not good for yourself. That can act that can do serious harm to yourself. Like not sorry to get like psychological right now, but seriously. Like, I've been to therapy, okay? It it fucks you up. If you keep remaining on hatred, it can really do stuff to you. It does not help. And I know we're talking about a video game right now, but if, you, if people are that visibly upset about a video game on the internet, think about how visibly upset they are at maybe other things in their life. Like, that's not good. It is not a good lifestyle. That's why I keep saying we have to be better people. The game didn't do it to you. It's your thought process. So that's that. Will? Yes. Without further ado, I think it's time for some shout outs. First and foremost, shout out to everyone who played in the community play date. This includes Search, Silos, Goalie Sniper, High Tech Redneck, Scud Puddle, and Mark Owns Your Face. Thank you guys very much for hanging out. It was a great time. Hope you all had fun. Um, like I said, community play date is going to be on Friday this week. Hope we can see many more people out. It'll be a fun time. And then also another quick shout out I wanted to give was everybody who participated in the discussion that we have for the topic this week. You guys are great. 
Uh, thank you for keeping it civil. Like I asked and, uh, that's what we're here for. So will that does it for the shout outs. What do we got for the community creations? Uh, there's me Monday over on Reddit. We have top halo clips week 12 winner. Uh, congrats to AG spa on winning week 12 and a $15 Xbox gift card representing, representing Germany and Fuego GG. AG Spock keeps his team in the game with a huge kill tacular in a game of Slayer HCS. Keep submitting for your chance to win. Uh, we have incredible art by Viva La Jam 26 over on Twitter. Is it like a play on Viva La Bam? A little, I think a little bit. Dude, I love that's, that that's show. That's amazing. The show is great. Uh, we have Installation 01 Original Soundtrack Chill Mix Volume 1 by Jafet Meza. Again, over on Twitter. And actual HCS Pro Talk Halo 5 1v1 Tournament VOD. That will edit it. That I edited up on YouTube. Links will be provided in the Google Doc of the show notes. And then one last thing that I forgot to put in the show notes. Uh, quick reminder as well. If you have not submitted your clip for the Noob Combos April Clip of the Month contest, please do so. That's all I got. That's all right. It. Does it for community creations. Will! We only got a little bit of time left before the series premiere of the finale of Game of Thrones. It's exciting stuff. If that made any sense whatsoever. It's, I was the, to series, like, it's the season premiere of the series fin- final season. Y- yes. What Will said. There it is. A Game of Thrones. Do, 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 do. Um, so we're going to go watch that. And you can turn it to Halo, 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 Halo. <laughs> HCS Pro Tuck. Uh, so, that, that <laughs> I don't even know where I was going to fucking go with that. Um, Will, since we only have a little bit of time left before that series premiere, I mean season premiere of the series finale, my apologies, not a series premiere, that'd be fucking crazy. Game of Thrones starting all over again. Uh, We'll plug the show, please. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HGS Pro Talk. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a reveal and let others know about the show. You can join us on our Discord for all that beautiful community discussion. Link will be provided in the show notes. Uh, we do have a Xbox Club and Spartan Company, but like I said last week, nobody cares about those. But I should just them. remove them from the join, show. Join them if you want. I remove them. Uh, search for HGS Pro Talk on your Xbox. Uh, we have a Twitter, a Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, and Esportspedia page. Search for HCS Pro Talk on all of those locations to find us and say hello. Hello. Josh, what do you have on the next episode? Another topic, Will. Do you have one in mind? I don't. Oh. So <laughs> if you, listener, have a topic in mind, let us know in the um, topic suggestions thread in our Discord. If you're not part of our Discord, why the fuck aren't you? I think it, I mean, High Tech Rednet said it in her statement that it, it is a place where the, the discussion stays civil. No one really attacks anyone. Um, oh, and if you do, you're getting kicked immediately. Yeah, Let's yeah, not there get be, shit there should be no. There should be no, nothing like that. It's a, it's a place where you can voice your opinion and discuss it, actually discuss it, not just let it out and leave it be. You exactly. Know? Yep. It's, it's not going into an aether. Right. And there's a lot, there's a lot of things in our discord. It's great. We can, you know, we talk and it's, it's throughout the week, which is awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. We're going to have another one. So if you have a topic discussion, let us know in the discord. There's a specific channel for it. Excited to hear your thoughts. Um, but yeah, 
Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 69 of HCS Pro Talk. <laughs> that episode. We want to thank you very much for listening. We will be back next week where we're going to talk about Game of Thrones. Uh, just kidding. Maybe. Maybe we will. Should we? Uh-oh. Spoilers? We'll see. Uh-oh. Oh, that's, that's, that's iffy. I know that's going to be really scary, but I, I want to talk about it. Oh, okay. Well, we don't have to. You know, that's fine. We can stay away from it. That's fine. Give other people a chance to watch it. Maybe they didn't have a chance to. So we'll we'll keep the Game of Thrones spoilers away. I'll make myself a note so I don't forget to keep the Game of Thrones spoilers away. Um, Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode. I want to thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week where we talk about another topic. But until then, have a great night. Have a great week. Have a great Game of Thrones premiere.